I'm Tara Gray. Today in Henrico, I am joined by Zach Felder. He is the admin of the Facebook group Parallel Learning and Nanny Cooperative. Hello, Zach. Hey, how are you? Welcome. I first want to start off with how did this group begin? The group is very newly created, created just a couple weeks ago, right? Oh, not even. We, we created it Thursday. And just give you a little background. My wife and I have been trying to find other families that would like to call, share a um, nanny, as well as a potentially licensed teacher to help facilitate the, the virtual option we're planning on choosing uh, in advance of, uh, you know, the finalized options for the county. Um, and, and we couldn't find anyone. We, we were trying to align based on risk profile. Uh, location, budget, uh, our, our children's age groups and support need and where they were on their learning journey. And we just kept hitting roadblocks. So I created the group to cast a wider net and be able to connect with families who I, I've been hearing left and right were looking for a similar situation that the, the virtual options and, and the options that we expected now have come to pass, we knew would just leave a gap. Personally, our, our child is in first grade, and we have a three-year-old preschooler. Our first grader cannot sit in front of a computer uh, for a set scheduled amount of time. Mm -hmm. We've been fortunate enough to have a nanny, and that's really helped us uh, because she's been super and flexible and leveraging our youngest child's nap time to really do focused learning uh, this past spring. But we knew with a set schedule that wouldn't work. And Within four or five days, we were over a thousand members, uh, have overwhelming support and interest from teachers, uh, that see this as a viable opportunity to do a reduce risk, uh, in-person training and risk line groups of families and nannies that can all call share and, and afford it. Okay. Actually, that leads me to my, my next question. So let's talk about the nanny aspect of this. How would that work? When many people hear the word nanny, it to them it just means extra money. So could yes. you explain a little bit about the nanny Absolutely. cooperative? Nannies are expensive. We, we've been fortunate enough that we, we've been at an income level as a family to be able to afford one ourselves. But even, even at the level that we are, we had to trim our budget and cut a lot out. I, I understand that that's not um, possible for most families. Mm -hmm. um, typically, a nanny share arrangement will uh, be when two families come together and share the cost of a nanny. Okay. Uh, these are just references. Uh, you might pay a nanny $15 an hour. Right. But when you nanny share, you, you can each cut a break and okay. might pay 25 or $22 an hour. So the per dollar rate comes way down. Okay, so it's kind of like a pool, like splitting the bill when a couple, you know, when a group of four go to a restaurant, kind of like that. Right, except okay. in this case, instead of splitting the bill, the, the total price of the meal goes down when you bring in more people. Right, oh, okay. You've been w working very hard in this group. Uh, you, you know, what is the group's, I guess, goal? What do you guys hope to accomplish? Our immediate goal is to fill a gap. Um, okay. That you know, COVID's put us into and make sure that uh, uh, working from home parents that, you know, have to be dedicated and online to maintain their careers and can't focus on K through five-year-olds uh, mm -hmm. and facilitate their education are covered. It's also to make sure that the children with disabilities, both physical mm -hmm. and learning, 
are getting the in-person support they need to to be able to not be left behind in education. And also, uh, there are some extremely disadvantaged families and students out there that that we're trying to work into uh, groups of more substance and uh, have gotten overwhelming, probably 20 to 25% of our members saying they're willing to flex any budget surplus in, in these cooperatives we're forming to cover other shortfalls to make a perfect scenario for them work and to be inclusive to those that uh, couldn't afford it if they were aligned with um, families of, of their same means. So we're trying to get everyone covered uh, so we can go through this next school year and keep our jobs and make sure our kids stay on track to get the best education possible. Okay. Would you say this group then is more geared toward for certain types of parents, families with young children, maybe they have two or three children in elementary school? It started off as that, but we, we have the whole spectrum. We, we have uh, a lot of members, K through 12. We have families pairing up for preschool and younger care. Uh, people are getting very inventive. We, we have one group that is cost sharing a nanny in one home and setting up a co-working arrangement space in another home so that the the, the working from home parents can have a full work week uh, in peace without children screaming in the background and make it mm -hmm. more conducive work environment. We also have families that are, are strictly looking for SAT prep and, and college application support with high schoolers, uh, middle schoolers, after school only, nannies. I mean, you name it, people are just coming out of the woodwork, creating these amazing different uh, cooperatives. It really started off to focus on the families because, you know, I'm a parent and that was my my perspective, but it's grown to the point where I can't handle it. Uh, the, the amount of teachers volunteering and uh, building this and giving their insight to make sure that we're, we're being inclusive of dis, dis, uh, disabled children, um, those those that are of lower income. And just making sure that the curriculum and planning from a teaching and education standpoint is viable is amazing. I, I, I got too busy. I, I have a full-time job and a full-time family. My wife works full-time. Okay. So parallel learning and nanny cooperative is just a version of homeschooling. No, it is not. It, our, our intention is to give an option for uh, teachers who are choosing virtual uh, uh, options through the counties to be able to do this and come in home in small group risk reduced environments and be able to uh, teach groups in person along with the county curriculum. Yes, there are some groups that are deciding to um, go full on homeschool and purchase curriculum. So I would say that is the minority of the members. Okay. Do you think this Facebook group then could evolve from an idea to a Facebook group to a plan to a business for education? I certainly think anything's possible. Um, and, and we've gotten a lot of interest from out of state. Uh, and I don't want to say too much right now about that. But if it were to get to that point, it would be my intention to make sure this stays something that is going to be mutually beneficial to families, teachers, mm -hmm. nannies, and a model that supports 
uh, are the teachers in the schools and staffs who are under the hybrid and full-time models. Oh, okay. So more obviously long-term. So um, do you feel like your background has been helpful to you at all in starting uh, this group? Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've had two businesses in my younger years. One failed, one, uh, one succeeded, and I was able to sell off a customer list and but nothing wildly successful. My, my background is um, in business. I, I'm an uh, undergrad from VCU in accounting and just recently obtained my MBA from University of Richmond, Robin oh, School of Business. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, that yes. was very hard with a young family. <laughs> uh, also, uh, before that, obtained my CPA, worked in public accounting and since in finance. So from uh, a viability uh, standpoint and seeing if this is a model that is cost efficient, I would say yes. My my background's been hugely, hugely helpful. Okay, great. What about the parents that feel like okay, this is a temporary way of learning. Eventually, we all want to walk back into our child's classroom to volunteer or attend a play, attend an after school sport. The idea is good for now, but there is not a substitute for face-to-face -face interactions. What would you say to that? I agree completely. The whole reason we <laughs> set this up was because we wanted to um, have social interaction for our children. If we yeah. went the virtual option and we're stuck at home with them, even if we have a nanny and can afford that where others can't, the nanny's working one-on-one -on -one with our, our right. children. And right. they have no other social interaction. Luckily, we have a quarantine with our neighbors who are aligned with us in risk. And we yeah. see them on a weekly basis several times a week. But the, the kids aren't exactly aligned in age or, or development. Mm -hmm. And we, we, want to, we wanted to do this so we could ensure that our kids were getting the social interaction they so desperately need. Got it. Okay. Yeah, because I know there are some parents and many edu educators feel that, you know, if we do this too long, it can stun emotional growth. It could have an effect on communication, right. it, um, working in a group setting in a classroom. Uh, so I know that's um, something that um, a lot of people are a little bit, uh, well, they're worried about. <laughs> Not a little bit worried, mm -hmm. but worried too. about. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, is there any social media other than Facebook that you would like to share? Do you want to just share your Facebook, your contact information? Yes, please. Um, the, the Facebook group is called Parallel Learning and Nanny Cooperative. Um, it's in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, we're, we're covering currently Henrico, Hanover, Chesterfield, and Richmond um, areas and, and plan to pick up some more counties as we flesh out. Um, you know, this group and, and organize the volunteers. Uh, currently, okay. there's no other social media platform. We're trying to focus on making sure that our matching is being done correctly and we have okay. it right uh, before we, before we're just being overwhelmed. We went from a thousand members on Tuesday morning from starting this group Thursday before midday. A uh, thousand members uh, on Tuesday morning to uh, to waking up on Wednesday after the now announcements at fifteen hundred, and now I think we're close to eighteen hundred. Yeah. It's just is we're trying to keep up. I bet. No, I bet. Zach, it's been really nice to speak with you. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. You know, at the end of the day, all these groups that have been created by parents or educators, it all 
it boils down to love and worry and concern for our children and wanting to find a way to safely educate them. At the end of the day, we all have that in common. It's just how do we do that? How do we get there? Which which way? Um, well, I don't think the school year is going to be normal, in my opinion, from September to June. I, I, don't, I don't know that it's going to be a so-called normal school year. Um, so, you know, yeah. My I, fear, Tara, is, you know, having two young children. I can tell you since we've been at home since March 15 with them, this is the healthiest we've been in the past five years, having a young children in daycare and schools. And regardless yeah. of where people lie on the spectrum uh, of the options that should be the only option or are open to any options, I think we can yeah. all agree that uh, daycares and schools are little Petri dishes. And, um, right. you know, uh, th this just gives another option to people that are uh are higher are on or more uh, more concerned about their exposure and risk and i, I think sure. there's you know room for everyone to do what's right for themselves yes i agree thank you so much i really appreciate it